You're listening to Back to the Light with J.D. Rieger. Hey everybody, welcome to yet another episode of Back to the Light. I am J.D. Rieger. My guest this week is my old friend and bandmate Jason Pulley. He's the leader of the band Tape Deck and a member of Glorious Abhor, Fugitive Droids, and other groups, I'm sure. And he is actually here to help me explain what you're about to listen to. Cue seamless edit in three, two, one. Jason, thanks for stopping by. Hey, thanks for having me, J.D. Yeah, man. Uh, I wanted to have you over just for a minute to talk about what the audience is about to hear, because it's a little, you know, it's 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 not your standard Jason Pulley tape deck live set. And I wanted to kind of set that up a little bit before they just hear it cold. It's very free form. Um, that's that's kind of the point. And and it's free form in the fact that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know, I didn't know how to start this this thing, I had a rough idea of what I wanted to do, which was just to basically entertain the audience for a little while. And as the as the situation sort of, I'm not going to say drug on, but as it continued on. You could say drug I, on. That's it, fine. It, That's it, fair. I was told to, you know, I was told <laughs> to extend things a bit. And as I, as I was sort of working with that habit, I also noticed that the audience was responding to it. Like I had a listening room who was... They were getting behind you. Actually listening yeah. and, and interacting with me, which was hugely important. And it, it sort of allowed me to make some bold choices. It also allowed me the freedom to just fuck up without any sort of recourse, like, and just be entertaining about the, the, the when the things go right and when the things go wrong. And... Uh, that was essentially all I was trying to do is just be entertaining. You know, we're trying to warm the crowd up for this for this series of artists that are just going to come up on stage after me. So, yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. It's funny that you say that you didn't really know going into it what you were going to do, because frankly speaking, I'll be honest, we didn't know exactly what the show was going to be. Exactly. You know, yeah. We didn't know what the desk was going to be like, the set. We had no idea that the stage would be able to break up into two pieces and then we'd mm-hmm. be able to lay it out like that. Like all of that was great and worked out perfectly, but we had no surprisingly professional, no idea. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, if, if, if you were if there was a lack of direction given, mm-hmm. it was for a reason. Yeah. And the lack of <laughs> the lack of direction gave me a lot of a lot of leeway to sort of work with that. I didn't I didn't know what I was going to do, but I've also done stand up comedy before. I've worked with improv comedy troops before. Like I've not as an improv improvisation, but I have done I've played games with improv comedy troops before. So I, I sort of have an idea of, you know, how that sort of business works. But yeah, for me, just going in completely cold and doing it, I mean, it worked out in the best possible way, in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah, you were a great addition to the show. I mean, not, not not only throughout, like, the evening playing folks on and off, but I remember at some point, because I think I just sort of asked you to go out there and noodle and see or something for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then I started to notice that you were going into some, like, little musical pieces, and then, 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 you, then you started to play songs like almost yeah, like a yeah. show by oh, the end time. It, yeah I by the end time. you sort of grew into to doing a full-blown show yeah mm-hmm. it, and it was really neat but 
you know, for folks who are listening to it, it does start a little slow. Absolutely. Yeah. It starts off with me just sort of noodling in. I wasn't, I didn't realize that I was going to wind up doing basically like a cold intro, maybe a dark match, I guess, if you will, for the show. Like yeah. I was just sort of trying to get in there. Well, we're about to undark it. Yeah. Yeah. Shine some light on this thing. Like bring it back to the light, if you will. Oh, if, <laughs> yeah, I good. went there. I went there. That was good. Well, well but, before, uh, before we play the thing, Let's just catch up with you a little bit. What you've been up to? I know you've done some Glorious Abor. And oh yeah. Um, what's the other band? Fugitive Droids. Fugitive Droids. You've yeah, been playing with um, them a bunch in yeah, the last we've couple had a, of years. We've had a bunch of those things go, come up. Um, Fugitive Droids does have new music out in February. We put out our EP called Anomaly, which is out. It's available on all streaming platforms. You can look it up on Spotify when you're when you're done listening to this, if you want. Um, Glorious Abor just finished up recording at MAP Studios in Tupelo with our friend Dick Ledoux. Um, and that went really well. Um, basically right now we're just waiting for Josh to come back off a tour. And then when he comes back, then we'll master it and we'll, we'll start to plan the, the, the putting out of the, of the new record from there. Um, but that record sounds amazing and I'm super looking forward to it, to getting, getting out into the world essentially. After that, um, I mean, I do have some new songs. We'll, Tape Deck is very nebulous at this point as far as what I'm going to do with that going forward. However, that being said, there will be new music coming out for me at some point this year. Um, but at the end of the day, the two bands, Fugitive Droids and Glorious Abor, the primary focus right now. And I think when Josh gets back, like we'll, we'll go ahead and try to get that album put out and then try to do some shows in Memphis and out of town and kind of kind of just get the ball rolling again. You know, th- th- this show, what we're doing about this, you know, with with recording this podcast and talking about that thing, it was a great return for me to just get on stage and just play and sing some songs. I hadn't done that in two years, you know, so it's good to be back essentially is what I'm saying. That's a shame. You know, putting out the tape deck tape was, Oh, that was fun. was more or less. I mean, really that's, even though I wasn't using the name back to the light yet, Mm-hmm. That was really the beginning of the project. I view that as sort of where everything started. Well, good. Yeah, and I thought it was a great experience for me, too, getting that tape out, you know, and having that release party for it and essentially just getting getting back into the mix. I mean, Tape Deck will will continue on, you know. I hope so. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's As a former member a... and, you know, a uh, willing participant in the mm-hmm. future. Yeah, yeah. I hope oh, so. yeah. I mean, I, I haven't stopped writing songs. I've got songs. I've got... I've got all sorts of stuff in the bag, so it, it will come out. I just I'm trying to prioritize everything right now. I got Fugitive Droids out, get Glorious Abor out, and then we'll do Tape Deck. So that's that's sort of the model right now that I'm working with. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. You've also been doing a bit of traveling, yeah? Oh God, yeah, yeah. I just got back from Victoria, British Columbia, about three weeks ago, and it was really, really fun. Yeah, like, what'd you do? What'd amazing... you see? Um, oh man, I went all over the place. Um, I saw a 60-foot waterfall, like, right outside the city. Um, I, I consider Victoria to be a city of views, man. You drive all over that city, and you could see, like, mountains, you know. And, the, and the, the crazy thing about it to me is that the mountains that you see across the across the bay, that's Washington. Like, that's the U.S. Like, you're, you're literally just right over the border into Canada. And, of course, I, I went to a natural history museum there, the Royal British Columbia Museum. I, I went and saw that. Um, saw a million totem poles, even took a day trip to Vancouver. Like it was really fun. I can't wait to go back to Canada. It was amazing. That's cool. So. That's are are you a, a food tourist? Do you go places to see 
to see shows or do you go to like are you a I museum go, guy i guess i go to do museums i go to i go to hike and travel um i have this thing now i started distance running not too long ago about about a year or two years ago i think I guess 2020 would be sort of the starting point of that i like to go to new cities and just sort of run and check out scenery too i'm i'm a big architecture nerd too i love looking at unique buildings and learning about the history of wherever I go to. You know, I want to learn just a tiny little slice of, of what this part of the world is about, essentially. So that's that's a big thing for me. Um, my next trip is, is uh, going to Las Vegas, but not really to go to Vegas and gamble, more or less to go to, like, uh, Zion National Park in Utah, you know, to go check out the Painted Desert, you know, and maybe yeah, even go back to the Grand Canyon. Stuff in the vicinity. Oh, absolutely. Where so Vegas would be a good central. Yeah, it's great. And plus, yeah. yeah, and plus Allegiant tickets are cheap, so you just fly there and get a car, and you can go wherever you want after that. So it's a good time. Cool. Playing any golf? I uh, have not, man. I know. God, I need to play, man. I have not played golf and. God, I don't know. Like, I don't even want to put a time on it. I've probably about four or five months, I would imagine. And I hate that too because I love golf. Like, we need to play golf soon. Let's play golf. Like, yeah, man. I've been waiting a little bit uh, for Overton Park to finally open back up man, to suggest, know. you know, like a group great. golf yeah. outing because I think that would just be so cool. But yeah, it would be really neat. I think the last time I played was over at uh, Pine Hill with Mark, you know, and the, yeah. and, the, and that crew. Like, uh, but we could get to Riverside. We could do oh, that. Absolutely. Yeah, Riverside's my fave. Like Riverside's I love going fine. Up there. Yeah, I learned how to play golf there. It's great. Yeah. Um, well, I don't normally do this, Jason, but um, would you like to try to do some sort of introduction for this uh, this segment that folks are about to hear? The and now I'll, I'll uh, let I'll let you. I don't want to coach you up. I'll let you do it. I'll let you. You can take your time. I can. You know, I can cut out the space you can, if you, you need can, a second. You can cut out the dead air for just a second yeah, while yeah, I sort of think about what I'm going to say. Like a smooth radio introduction, if you've got that sort of a thing in you. I think you might with that voice. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's that's a really good point at which to, to sort of think about things. Take your time. <laughs> Back to the Light presents... A few minutes of stories and songs with me, Jason Pulley. I play piano, I sing songs, and here's a little bit of what I do. Tonight 
we're broke and we need money we're musicians oh we're broke Like gravity has kept me pinned to this bustle the whole night. A nervous joke, self deprecation. They laugh, but you don't read between the lines. Well, all systems go approaching the smallest particle in your orbit you'll need a telescope to find me this far out man i don't know if i'm gonna make a head i'm trading whiskey for a spaceship you'll need a telescope to find me this far out this far out That was one of my real songs. Here's a song about a cuddly creature. And I think about you as often as I think of pandas. Occasionally reminded by a picture or a book. You factor into my life about as much as pandas. A trivial amusement from useless lessons that I took And pandas don't do much They just sit around and eat bamboo But the difference is I have seen a panda And I've never seen you I don't know if you've got black and white fur like many pandas and I don't know if you live in China like pandas do and I've never stopped to question my belief in pandas but if I did I'd just go see one at the Memphis Zoo and pandas don't do much they just sit around and eat bamboo the difference is I have seen a panda And I've never seen you Here's some facts about pandas Pandas are primarily herbivores And they live in the mountains below 10,000 feet And a panda bank on spare change 
in a closet in my room and that's more than you have ever done for me and i think about you as often as i think of pandas occasionally reminded by a picture or a bug and pandas don't do much they just sit around and eat bamboo but the difference is i have seen a panda and i've never seen you no i've never seen you Here's another, we'll do another animal song and then uh, let's see where we're at on time too because I'm a professional and I look at my phone when I'm on stage. <laughs> Here's a song about another uh, animal that some people think is cute. Well, I try to do my best to ignore the elephant in the room but the bastard just keeps shitting on the floor. I don't think I remember that one. Wow, okay. Again, I'm a professional, guys. Like, you should totally buy my album. Like, it's out there. It's a tape. It's called One False Step. And he takes up all the good seats and won't clean up after he eats. And God forbid if I have the remote when he wants to watch his shows. I'm pretty sure I... guys don't try to play a song you haven't played in like three years because you're totally gonna miss the chords don't try to play a song you haven't sung in like three years because you're gonna miss the chords you're gonna forget everything you ever wrote but at least you'll be entertained to kill
this is a line check making sure everything is working properly this is a line check making sure everything is working as it should well i can hear the piano and vocals so that means everything's good this is a line check thank you for coming to the show tonight this is a line check we're all gonna have a fucking wonderful time because you can hear me playing and singing and that's easily the worst part of tonight this is a line check People died today and nobody wants to talk, talk about it. Not a tear was shed today, we just kept on moving like it never happened. No breaking stories, no special alerts. trying to make a point can there be a massacre when the victims are lacking no awareness was raised no profiles were changed no thoughts and prayers were offered that day no primetime specials with celebrities are still hidden from sight I got 140 characters of simpleton thoughts that is never really ever enough smartphones dumb folks collide in a freak show I saw it going sideways so I had to take a video it's interesting when people have a meltdown especially when it's captured on film in a world star nation you're an overnight sensation and you feel so superior to them that's interesting when people have a meltdown especially when it's captured on film in a world star nation you're an overnight sensation and you feel so superior to them I got opposable thumbs, type of pointless rant, swipe left, delete it from my head. And when my thoughts take too much effort to write down, a meme can sum it up instead. There's a certain type of art for creating content, everybody's building their brand. I need a call and response to set the web on fire and catch the whole world screaming, how about that? And 
man, it's interesting when people have a meltdown, especially when it's captured on film. In a world star nation, you're an overnight sensation, and you feel so superior to them. Yes, it's interesting when people have a meltdown, especially when it's captured on film. In a world star nation, you're an overnight sensation, and you feel so superior to them. Sometimes I wish a solar flare would destroy the internet. How would we all survive without constant status updates? It would take some time to read roadmaps, but I bet we'd navigate the outside world the way that our ancestors did. With our eyes and minds locked into the present state But still it's interesting when people have a meltdown Especially when it's captured on film In a world star nation you're an overnight sensation And you feel so superior to them Yes it's interesting when people have a meltdown Especially when it's captured on film In a world star nation you're an overnight sensation And you feel so superior to them and you feel so superior to them But are we really so superior to them? I don't think that we're superior to them Now, but there will be a part of me that 
You know, originally when I came up here, I was going to plan on just doing like little quiet, serious songs like that one. And then I just opened my mouth and the goofball just sort of flopped out. But hey, you know, I hope you guys are having a good time. And thank you so much for coming out tonight. I know it means a lot to JD and to all the artists who are performing. This is a really cool event. You know, I mean, we've obviously had a hell of a last couple of years. So I'm glad to see a lot of you out here tonight. And it's, it's just a cool, cool event, man. And let's do a whole lot more of these. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the, uh, for the validation there. I appreciate that. Hopefully I've only got five more minutes to go. Okay, enough of that shit. <laughs> I'm getting the signal that there's definitely five more minutes to go. So that's good. It's good. That's that's very positive. I'll do this one song. This is called You're Worth It. I figure, you know, JD's podcast has a lot to do with mental health and uh I think this one's this one's kind of about that subject, so Well I tried to write you a song, but it came out a poem instead. The melody just made the message feel so cold and dead. Well I went and wrote you a letter, but never send it to you indecision's easy when you're shy and can't break through but i'll repeat it like a mantra till i feel it in my core that anything that matters is a thing worth asking for because you're worth it and don't let anyone tell you otherwise this stupid world's a barren wasteland when you're broken, paralyzed. But you're worth it, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I guess my heart and lungs are working, so that means I'm still alive. Well, what's it gonna take for me to forgive myself? Nicotine and alcohol ain't been that much help A box with random clippings, it's a game we could play Find phrases I connect with and then put the rest away And I'll keep on failing upward like it's going out of style try to find myself with words from someone else's pile cause you're worth it and don't let anyone tell you otherwise this stupid world's a barren wasteland when you're broken paralyzed but you're worth it and don't let anyone tell you otherwise I'm not quite sure that I believe it I'll have to try Cause you're worth it Alrighty, so I guess we are going to kick off the show. Thank you guys for listening to me, and uh, it's it's been cool. I, had to, I actually want to see you for once. I'm going to drop these shades again here in a second, but... That's the show. Thank you to Jason Pulley, 
Thank you to everyone at the Green Room and Crosstown Arts for hosting us for this live performance. Thank you to Arthur with two H's and Joey Pegram for our opening and closing themes, respectively. Thank you for listening. For music, news, episode archives, and other fine podcasts, visit backtothelight.net. And until next time, take care, y'all. Part of the Back to the Light podcast network at backtothelight.net.